beginning are just big chunks of like, hey, here's this fucking 90 million page story. Sure, okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. I can dig it. I yeah. can dig it. Yeah. Oh, right on. Well, fucking A, cat. should we get into this? I think we should. You think we should? I think I think we should just jump right into it. Let's fucking jump right let's, into it. Let's dive into this pool of nerdery. Oh, I'm so excited. This- <laughs> this pool of uh, I don't know where I was going with the rest of that but I haven't seen your face in a million years and I it is nice to see you I haven't seen yours either and it's so nice it's so nice to be out 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 of the attic out of my house um socially distant <laughs> yes. of course yes safely but uh, wear your masks yes yes but hey welcome back to the Millennium Fandom everyone I'm back hey, we're back oh my god yay I want I, I want the sound loop of um the kids going, yay! Yay! As we uh, said that. Because nobody, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so I am here. I am here with the wonderful, the lovely, the very talented, the very funny, the most nerdy, Katya Carter. Hello. Hello, Kat. Welcome back. Hello. I am your host, Mike, the Bub Easy Bubbers. That's, and that's bubs to all the cool people, though. All the bub. Yeah. Sorry. All two of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we're uh, down in uh, Rhett's basement. Um, we are. Li- yeah, I've never felt. Yeah, I've never felt more like the basement dwelling nerd in high school that like yeah. plays D and D in it, and then the oh mom comes down with snacks and right? yeah, like Mike's basement from Stranger Things is is the <laughs> definite vibe that this gives off. Dude, it totally does because there's D and D stuff everywhere, wood paneling yeah. on the walls. I mean, that is the biggest compliment though. It's like, so <laughs> awesome! It's so great. But yeah, no, thank you so much, Rhett, for letting us uh, borrow your basement for a little bit. Uh, before we dive into this cat. Hey, what, what you got there? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the Rolling Grind IPA from Driftless Brewing Company, which I'm assuming is from uh, Winona. I actually have no idea. I picked that up at festival before I stopped here. so That's fair. Well, it's local because it says Driftless in it, so I'm going to assume it's of the Driftless area. And that's, it's super delicious. That's probably fair. What about you, Mr. Boo Bears? Uh, you know, I tried this uh, a few weeks back. It's Surly Brewing Company, their mm. Rocket Surgery Hazy Ale. Oh, and no, that stuff's good. It's super good. It's very like refreshing, and it's not too heavy. I know I dig it. Yeah, I know we've had this conversation before, I think, I think on your podcast, about how we're the only people... In our group sounds like one other person that actually enjoys IPAs. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bullshit, but hey, you know what? It's fine. I want to eat some hops. It's fine. I, I want I want to drink hops water. Like, <laughs> why is this a bad thing? Uh, right? People right? drink orange soda. Can I drink carbonated hops? It's not fair, goddammit. It's it. not. <laughs> All right, but we're not here to talk about hops. We're not here to talk about IPAs. We're, we're here not. to talk about the magicians. The magicians, yes. The- Yes. That one. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, uh, so you've been, you've been, you actually created, you created an alternative, uh, like, Twitter account dedicated basically to the magicians. Am I wrong? You no, know, you are 100% correct. Uh, it's like your own Twitter, your general yeah. Twitter account just wasn't enough. You needed another. No, there's, there's two reasons for that. Um, it's Florian420, if any of you other nerdy people want to follow me and we'll get give a shit it. about Josh Hoberman as much as I do. Uh, <laughs> but um, a part of it was because I found myself tweeting a lot about the magicians. Okay. And I know that people follow me for like real life stuff probably don't really care if I think 
like Charlton is capable of cooking or something like that. Right. Um, and the other part is that I do have some friends or some family and some of my wonderful boyfriend's coworkers that follow me on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for them to see me like slightly <laughs> unhinged <laughs> and a little bit that manic. <laughs> So I was like, fuck it, I'll just make another one. Um, so I made it in like April, but I've been a fan for a while now. <laughs> okay, okay. So, oh, well, how, let's let's ask about that, or let's dive into that. How long have you been a fan, and how, how did you come to find, did you, because they made it, um, they made it a TV series, but I'm, it's safe to say the books came first, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the books are what's Hundo fun. came first. So when, when? When did you become a fan? Did you read the books first before no. you saw the TV series? No. Um, what came is, first? This is actually the cool, sh- for me, it's the cool shit about um, the books, is that I, I joined somewhere somewhere around the end of season three and the end of season, or end season four for the actual show. Um, Rhett recommended it to me, like, maybe once. A couple of other people did, and mm-hmm. I basically... Um, we didn't have internet, and the only thing I had downloaded offline on Netflix was the first couple of episodes of The Magicians. Oh. So I was like, ah, all right, it's... They, they, I, this, I know this is primarily about the books, but you do need to understand the TV show early on was billed as, like, sexy CW Harry Potter. Oh, really? And I am not about that. <laughs> so I was like, this is fucking stupid. I have no desire to watch any of this. Oh, no. Internet went out. And it was game over because I was like, I have nothing else to watch. And by the fifth episode, I was like, well, I guess this is what my life is about now. <laughs> That's a um, pretty dramatic shift. There, yeah, too. it was by like the first three or four episodes. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm too invested in this. Uh, and then I read the books. And I think this is something a lot of your audience and maybe even you can relate. Mm-hmm. Um I was one of those, like, quote-unquote gifted kids who used to skip, like, class to read at the library and whatnot. Um, And comics kept that up for a bit. But, like, just when I essentially moved on from high school, it just stopped. I didn't find myself binging books as much as I did. I didn't find myself particularly reading that much Mm -hmm. or anything. And it's not to say I don't enjoy reading. It's just I have ADHD. I have... A million things to do. I can't sit and absorb a book like I can. Sure. But I was like, okay, let's give like let's give the original novels a try. Okay. And like, it was that first line of the first book that Quentin did a magic trick and nobody noticed. I was like, who the fuck writes like this? I want it. (laughs) (laughs) That probably peaked on your audio. It's fine. It's (laughs) fine. And then it just kept going, and there was something about loves prose that I haven't seen anywhere else and I'm I am honestly looking for recommendations because I have gone through almost his entire bibliography really yeah like I am looking for recommendations even remotely similar to that because either he writes the speed that my mind processes information or there's just something about it that I I could not put it down okay uh, by the way, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if anybody hears jingling and occasional <laughs> thudding, uh, that's because, again, we are at Rhett's house, and she has a cat named Bean, who is very friendly and has been rolling around on the floor for whatever fucking reason. There's He's, cat reasons. She's wonderful. There's she's great. She's so cute and adorable, but I just want, you know, the listeners to know that. Yeah, there's a little bit of jingle jangle going on. Little Nothing jingle to jangle. worry about. Just, okay. Just the jingles. Just the jingles. 
So you've burned through all the books, and I remember, I don't remember, I, I, I can't say I remember exactly at what point you recommended the book to me. Oh, I know exactly the point. Okay, what was it? What, when was it? You were going on and on about how you needed something like sci-fi and fantasy. Okay. And, and you felt that, like, you wanted to open, you, it was a Facebook post. Okay. And you wanted to, like, you made some passing comment about, like, hey, I'm looking for, like, things I haven't read before. Okay this is what I like. And I was like, you know, there's this book called The Magicians. <laughs> and I have to admit, I have to admit, because um, now here, here's kind of what I get for, I guess you could say, almost doubting you. Oh, no, believe bit. me. I like um, some terrible things. No, it's no, fine. No, but that's not it. That's not it. But um, I have this thing where I just, when when somebody is as invested as I know, like you are in The Magicians. It's a problem. I... I <laughs> I, it's one of those where I'm just like, whatever, you're blowing it up. It's yeah, not it's, a big deal. It's, it's hype. I do the exact same thing. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I was kind of like, yeah, but I, eventually I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we had you on, or I, I had you on for the OK Go podcast. Great band. Still love them. Have a new song out, by the way. <laughs> There you go. Shameless <laughs> plug. Um, and I was just kind of like, I'd never heard, I've heard of OK Go, and I only heard their one song, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do this podcast with you. I'll download the album, I check them out, and now I'm like a huge fan. Like, I love it. So I'm like, I should probably listen to Cat. Oh, so, that makes me so happy because most of my <laughs> recommendations, I tend not to actually recommend stuff unless mm -hmm. I know the other person is going to like it. Well, and the same thing with Powers. I'm still, I'm still work. I'm trying so hard to work through Powers. Uh, the, the it's big, a lot. The big thing, well, it's just the big thing for me is, uh, like, I'm a physical reader. When it's on my laptop, which it is, I have a tough time doing it. But, like, if I have an actual physical copy, which is why, as we were just talking about it, it's fine. Her phone just went off. It's fine. It's fine. It's bad manners. It's fine. But actually, now that we just, when we were talking about it, uh, you were telling me there's an omnibus, so I might have to pick that up. I'm 90% sure I got that name wrong, and then all of these angry comic book nerds are going to be like, Kat doesn't really like comic books. Yeah, well, they can suck a tit. Yeah. Um, anywho, suck Dizzles. A whole tit. So I pick, I pick up the book, I start reading it, and I am like, just fucking invested in this book right it's ridiculous it's it, something about the way lev writes it, it is it, because it's not it i just feel like there's so much and, and i totally get what you're saying about like the adhd and like you have a hard time kind of getting uh staying on focus but it's just like the y you get what you need to get this to keep the story going and that's and that's it it's, yeah it just seems like there's so much N no need for like like fucking Stephen King's writing. Yeah. I, God damn it! I don't care about this completely non-essential character. How they're really enjoying the detailed flavor of their cigarette that they're gonna have once, and you'll never hear about even this character ever again. Uh, I yeah. don't care. I yeah. don't care, Stephen. I don't. I don't. So it's just. It reminded him of the hamburger he had as a child. Uh, That's a Bill Hader bit, but it's fucking accurate. I. It is no so disrespect to the master of horror. I no, love what you no, do, I, but also I can't really read your books anymore. Uh, yeah, is kind of the same. It's <laughs> yeah, uh, it's but tough. yeah, back back to back to love though. I totally know yes. what you're saying because <laughs> it it paints such a gorgeous picture. Like it's not just and then Quentin kissed Alice and then Alice went oh my god and then it. But it's it's <laughs> what you need. But it's still, I guess, flowery enough. Like it paints a really vivid picture, even though it's not. 
all purple prose and shit. And that's what's kind of awesome is that it allows you, it leaves just enough for your own imagination to take it where it needs to go. Yep. It gives you enough of a picture, but it lets you fill in the blanks. It's awesome. That's a good author, my dudes. Right? So, anyway, this book was really good. I was very much invested in it. And I remember, I remember very vividly um, texting you about, like, after they finished their, or they started, or they were in their fourth year at Break Bills. And this is the funny part. I love that you brought up how it's supposed to be like a sexy Hogwarts or whatever. CW, yeah. Harry. That's what the yeah, show was billed in. And I was like, I'm going to fucking avoid this. No, and, and I, I ate my words, my guys. And <laughs> I loved it. No, I loved it because like I thought about that. I'm like, this is just like a more adult uh uh, more adult Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, like I, I get it. Like, it is very similar. There are v ver a lot of similarities, but it's, it's a, so It's different. a magic school about a bunch of weird kids, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's so much better. It is so much better, in my, opi in my honest opinion. I'm going to get a lot of hate from Harry Potter fans. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not totally my bag. I still respect it, but this is more my style. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, like, I like Harry Potter, but also, like, I I fell in love with reading again because of Lev Grossman. Awesome. Um, and now cool. I'm starting to read other things. Um, I'm still looking for something something whose prose, like, just kind of hits me the right way that Lev's does. But mm -hmm. I've started being like, oh, yeah, hey, reading is fun. So can I suggest The Martian by Andy Ware? Yeah, sure. The Martian or um, his other book, Artemis? Both are very sci-fi. That's not that movie with Donald Glover, right? No. The Martian? The Mar uh, n uh, not, uh, oh, what's his name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> but it's super, it's a great movie, and actually the movie does the book. Uh, it doesn't do the book. I swear to God, Donald Glover is this. This is. Uh, yes, he is in that. He is in that. Okay, I he totally is. forgot. Totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. I was so, full on Googling. Yeah, I'm not crazy. <laughs> He just has kind of like not a real huge part. So that's why I'm like derp. But yes, uh, if you like Lev, I think you'll like that one because it does the same thing or it paints a really nice picture, but it's not unnecessary detail. And there's some great fucking like just one liners in it. Yes, awesome. he, he's really, really good at that. So yeah. I think I think it's the first first. Yeah, I think it's the end of the first book where they where Quentin gives up magic. And then mm -hmm. they all just fucking bust into the office building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this one offhand comment that Elliot makes. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to be a queen, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah. It's like one of Rules my favorite one-liners. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I thought about heaven, you know, like, whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked, I just really fucking enjoyed when they went, when they were on their way, uh, in their fourth year, and they were on their way to Breakbill South. And then they got oh, turned. Oh, the whole goose narrative? The whole goose narrative. What the fuck? No, no, because I wanted to read it. I wanted to read it. So, okay, for those who don't know, they in order there's a there's a secondary school at Breakbill South. It's like down in Antarctica or whatever. And so they the kids don't know. They have to strip down naked at Breakbills in Brooklyn. And then yeah, they New get York. turned New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get turned into into geese. And then they have to fly all the way to Breakbill South in Antarctica. But they don't know that. So as they're flying, they almost start honking. <laughs> oh, no, they totally honk. They, they there totally is a honk. honk fest. And then, but I wanted to read it as David Edinburgh, like the BBC. <laughs> and then the one laughed because he honked and the others honked excitedly. 
<laughs> and then Quinn's in cold water shat on that man's shoes. Yes. <laughs> like, I just wanted to read it as David Edinburgh. Like, it was from the BBC or from fucking planet Earth. Like, it was so ridiculous. It was really good. It was so good. Oh, that's so beautiful. So, read the book, finished it up. And I had to text you. Fuck! I had to message you right away because that I was made just me like, so what? happy. I was just like, there was such a twist ending. It was so good. Like, did not see it coming. Granted, I'm pretty oblivious. There's lots of other things where people are like, you didn't see that coming. I'm like, no, I didn't because I'm I, dumb. I'm too invested in what's happening right here and now. I correct. don't forward. I think as as a side note, one of one of my biggest pet peeves is if you're watching a movie or something, some people just like to be surprised. Some, a, some people aren't Come looking on. for the twister twins, and if you are, that's great. But people going, I can't believe you didn't catch that. I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, I I was paying attention to what they were trying to show me right then and there. Mostly right that, now, like, I love mysteries. I I hate like the mystery genre, but I really dislike people mm-hmm. being like, mm, I knew who it was from the start <laughs> in like the smug way. Yeah, if you dude. figured it out and we're like, oh yeah, no, I totally caught it. Great, good for you. But if you're like, I can't believe you didn't know it was the mom. I was like, I'm not looking for that. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. How about that? I huh? want to go on this magical journey. Seriously. Just enjoy it. <laughs> fuck. All right. Any hoosies. So finish the book. I just finished it. What is today? Today is Saturday. I finished it on Thursday. Finished it up. And I'm so happy to see it. Like, but can I? I just want to imagine Quentin with white hair, too. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Like, I kind of envy that. I really would like just white hair. I'd probably regret it right now, but I just feel like I would really enjoy that. But I thought it was really great to see, you know, after everything kind of went to shit and, you know, his little party kind of all went their separate ways. Like, how right at the end, they were just like, hey, Quentin, quit being a bitch. (laughs) Gave up magic. Got a fucking office job. Nah. Come on, you bitch. Yeah. Let's go do magic. (laughs) Fucking magic. I don't know what that voice was, but it was beautiful. Don't worry about it. It's fucking Elliot. <laughs> He's like, I, I couldn't be a queen, so instead of fucking doing magic. Your headcanon is valid in your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where it's going to stay. Thank I'm you. I'm so proud of you, but also, you got like kind of a Buffalo Bill vibe going on from fucking <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Oh, no. And that worries me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I... skin when it gets the office again. That was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you you're were not. Thane. No, first of all, you're not sorry. Second of all, I really liked that Quentin did need somebody to get him. Something I like personally also about the magicians is that... And Quentin specifically, I... Quentin, book Quentin gets dunked on a lot. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. But I find myself defending him about certain things. And one of them was like, he's he's a depressed dude who doesn't know any direction in his life. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. He's angry about it. He's pretty much... For for lack of a better word, he's 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 lost and he keeps running away, hoping that he won't be lost anymore. Um, and it takes, in my opinion, it takes, I mean, Alice is sacrificed, but also, um, it takes Elliot and Julia and, um, Janet to just busting out of that window to be like, Hey, stop it. Let's go. Let's make our own shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I really, really appreciated it. I also liked, um, 
one of my favorite parts of the books is when they graduated rake bills mm -hmm. and it was just after that it was this big well now what yeah man <laughs> that was exactly like what i felt like like out of high school like there were so many expectations yeah and, I was and just you just like, sat uh, on your ass like nothing you did was good enough so why fucking bother uh, is kind of and I still kind of somewhat feel that too and I think a lot of people going through some sort of transition can also grasp that but oh like, for sure specifically like that that passage there was something about like they were in the they were making dinner they were having one of the dinner parties and nobody really fucking cared yeah and they were getting angry for things that weren't just about the dinner party and I was like oh I've fucking been there <laughs> right right yeah no it I liked Quentin because he did seem like such a relatable character. And like, I feel like Quentin, what he was going through, all of us have been through at some point in our life where we were just very lost and just pissed off about it. And we were just looking for something, but we and didn't know smug, where. And you thought you were better than everyone yeah. else, but you still hated yourself. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, it's relatable to me. Oh. Um, I, I relate to Quentin in the books far more than I relate to Quentin in the show. Okay. Um, just because I feel like in the show they softened him a little m more, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's just they're two, in my mind, they're two separate characters. Eh, CW, man. Um, CW. Nah, it's sci-fi. Oh. But, no, and again, like, I, I love the show, but okay. the book and show Quentin are two very different things. Fair enough. In my mind. Um, but no, and I, and I think that's also why I think there's a small portion of people who don't enjoy Quentin from the books and call him whiny and an asshole because he he is a whiny asshole like yeah full on disclosure i'm agreeing yeah. with you guys but i think they don't like it because they kind of see themselves in all of quentin's <laughs> negative traits <laughs> called out called um, out which to each their own or maybe you just think he's a whiny asshole with no redeeming qualities that's fine <laughs> I, yeah for but sure so i do think there's a small contingent of people that are like i would never be like that and i'm like i want you to look at yourself in your 20s and Dude. then come back and tell me that for reals <laughs> i also just feel like I, like part of that might be you know he doesn't he doesn't fit the the quintessential or the stereotypical like lead role, and you know I love I mean? yeah, I love that he wasn't. Yeah, he for thought sure. he was his hero the whole time, and his hopes got dashed. But he became more. Than yeah, that. yeah. He yeah. I I think I would have wouldn't have enjoyed the books as much if he wasn't. If he was like, and then I get this uh, magic sword or whatever, and boom, boom, boom. Oh, the beast is dead. Instead of Alice being like, hey, it was me all along, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah, seriously, I I. Uh. And do you, mm, do you mind spoilers? Uh, no, spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah. alert! I mean, not that all this <laughs> wasn't already, but nah. Um, hit so me up, kid. In the third book, he basically winds up getting that magic sword and kicking his shit out of a god. Okay. And. Because I don't know what magic sword you're talking about. The one he pulled in the first book, when he was trying to summon all of his power in his exams. The first thing, act of magic, he actually did. He pulled out this sword out of a stack of quarters. See, and they never fucking, like, mentioned that ever again. It comes again. back in the third one. <laughs> what the fuck? He pulls like, it out, he gets his dude, but by then he he's earned it, and he's grown enough that he's earned it. Okay. Which is so fucking important. Um, and again, there's other, there's there's people that are like, I didn't read it because Quentin was just, was an asshole, but it, which is fine. Um, one of my friends keeps reminding people that... Uh, Quentin's behavior is not a bug; it's a feature. 
because he has to grow. Right, right. <laughs> and that's and that's what I appreciated like throughout all the book is that he he does grow. He becomes he continually presses himself and becomes a better magician. Is he still absolutely a whiny bitch about it? And like, yeah, look at me. Like, there's times where he grows so much confidence because he's like, oh, my God, I'm so much better than I ever was before. And then he gets bored. Yep. And then he becomes a whiny bitch. I've done that. And then he's all like, oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and we all have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just, it's, I feel like that's just kind of human nature. But, like, that's what I appreciated, appreciated about him yeah. and his character. But I, I don't know. By the end of it, I was just kind of like, you know, uh, I should say, too, there are different things that he's being whiny about. Yep. So it's not like he's just a depressed bitch. I'm going to go time. to Tashi for power converters. <laughs> Don't, cat. Don't. I'm going to. Don't go there, man. Don't go there. Okay. We're, we're going to pause this. You were going to pause Cut this. this out. Go ahead. Hi, Graham. It's fine. <laughs> good, good. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? At this point in the podcast, we are interrupted. So, Kat naturally looks down and sees that her phone is ringing. So naturally, she's going to get up because she sees that it's her grandmother calling. I wish you were here, too. I wish I was now, Kat is a fantastic person. And I know that she would in no way mean to interrupt the podcast that we have just decided to record. Yeah, I just finished talking to her. She seems to be in high spirits, so... She is doing her level best to make all parties happy. Why? I don't know. Probably because she's Canadian or she's just a fantastic human being. However, uh, yeah, she's doing a fantastic job, and I think it's a good reminder for all of us to kind of just stop, take a minute, and realize what's important. Like our Gam Gams. We should all take a moment to really stop and appreciate our Gam Gams. Give them a call. Put down what you're doing. Stop listening to this podcast for five minutes. I mean, come back, listen to it again. However, um, take a minute, yeah, call your Gam Gam, and tell them you, you love them. Okay? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I really think that's important. But, oh, okay. at any rate, let's just okay, take a few minutes to appreciate the wonderful human being that is Kat Carter, okay. and appreciate the fact that she's taking this time to call and answer the phone for her Gam Gam. Please cut that out. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of refuse because that was adorable. Uh, my grandmother is a wonderful person, but she's also 90. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so back to being depressed and dissatisfied with the world. <laughs> after a call from my grandmother. After a grandmother calls me. <laughs> no, um, I'll tell you what. If you've got nothing else on that topic... I want to switch gears and talk about you. You have such a fandom over this that you. I feel like this was actually your first real hardcore dive into cosplay. Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, it definitely kickstarted it. Yeah. So um, you you cosplayed. I mean, you did two great, absolutely fantastic cosplays. First, thank you. The first one, yes, <laughs> was um, uh, David Bowie uh, in from uh, Labyrinth. Under pressure. 
and down Splits a family in two Puts people on streets Julia? That's okay. That's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out! Oh, uh, yeah, my idols. Insane. <laughs> Pretty much. That was so good. I that, saw the pictures, and that was fantastic. But Full disclosure, though, that one was not made by me. That was made by Jen Cook. Um, Regardless, it looked, <laughs> well... Props to her. Yeah. Okay, and to you. She knocked it, it out of the fucking park. It looked fantastic. But your second one was Alice from yeah. the show. Yeah, it's like the Welters uniform they have on the TV show. There's a whole episode dedicated to um, Welters, which is kind of like just touched on in the book, but not really. <laughs> yeah, okay. But like they all gave him like cute uniforms and they're all different. So a bunch of the gang, our friend Emily went as... A character who's like two characters in the books, mm-hmm. but is one character in the TV show. Okay. Um, but yeah, we all <laughs> we all dressed up as Welters teams. We didn't get recognized a lot, but the people that did recognize us were going bananas over it. That seems to be cosplay, like like just in general. Like yeah, it's funny how you could pick the most obscure, not even the most obscure, but like a fairly obscure character, and like you could walk around. I feel like a convention. Yeah. And nobody's gonna, but like it's just worth it for that one. Absolutely. That one person. That one person. We were in line and somebody was like, oh my God, magicians, can I take your picture? And we were like in line to get our badges. And we were like, fuck yeah. And we were all like doing like, um, and that meant more to me than being stopped every 10 minutes as Jareth from David Bowie, which I loved. I have a huge ego. So that (laughs) definitely helped that. Okay. (laughs) But that's Um, awesome. So, so, um, I mean, is that something that you plan on doing again? Yeah, absolutely. I've got, <laughs> I've kind of gone a little uh, bananas is the polite term <laughs> in terms of trying to recreate Alice's wardrobes from the show. Okay. Um, the budget for the magician show is perhaps not Game of Thrones level, uh, to put it politely. Right. Um, and a lot of the, uh, the the normal clothes when they don't go into fillery and shit um, are like bought from like Forever Twenty One and Zara and Topshot. So if you have oh. a really good eye, holy shit, and a community that does the same thing, <laughs> um, you can you can do a couple of pieces. I made the Welters one myself, but um, there's a couple there's a couple of pieces that I managed to get that are like there's one dress that I actually just got two days ago that's the dress that she wears when she niffins out oh wow in in the show oh cool yeah um and it was like again it's not the this i do have some things from the show itself that have been warned by the actors but um that itself is a like a this is the same thing bought at Zara. I'm rambling right now. <laughs> You're good, man. I'm just You're really good. excited about the magicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. That's why we're here, man. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. we're here. So, um, so kind of what's what's next? I mean, what, you, you've you've read the books. Um, there's three of them, correct? There's three books. There's three um, books. Yeah. How many seasons? Five seasons. Five seasons. And you, no doubt you've watched them all. 
multiple times. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's like I'm also on a podcast called Florians United. Um, yes, yes. I joined on season two, or uh, sorry, I joined officially in season four. Um, I did two episodes of season three, um, and then apparently they wanted me back. <laughs> but, um Well, naturally. Yeah. So it's kind of like my an excuse now to spend a day taking notes and thinking about characters and okay. motivations and little points and awesome. whatnot, uh, which I love. <laughs> awesome. It's the perfect excuse to be a geek. Good. Uh-huh. Um, and where can people find that? Where yeah. Where can find that? Uh, Florence United. I'm sure if you do a quick Google search, you can find it. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Um, we do... We do things a little differently than Physical Kids Weekly, which is the big one. They have, like, the actors and stuff and the writers and oh. stuff. And Lev's been on the show multiple times. It's okay. a great it's a great podcast, honestly. If you're just, like, curious about the inner workings of a show. Sure. Okay. Watch one of the random episodes that, like, the writers have been in. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a nice little, like, we kind of dissect the episode with the theme and roll with it for lack of a better word <laughs> awesome it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of fun to just be like oh hey i'm going to record myself talking about something that i love well right which sounds awful familiar now that we're sitting down here talking about something doesn't that we it love <laughs> doesn't it yeah doesn't it? it's just it's a, it's a really nice excuse you know it is it is that's um yeah that's what i've always enjoyed about having you know people like yourself or, or anybody you know I, I tomorrow i actually plan on doing another one and i'm I'm oh. super jazzed about it, yeah. Who are you well, doing? Can uh, you, can no. You give me a... Uh, not, not on this podcast, I can't. Okay. Once we're done. Once we're done. Once we're done. <laughs> but, no, that's awesome. That's great. How long have you been doing that one? Um, I, I joined in around around quarantine time, I think. We decided oh, really? to We decided to go ahead. They decided... Kath decided to go ahead um, with season four just because she was like... I'm fucking unemployed at the moment, uh, and I have nothing else to keep me sane. Sure. Let's get these two people I recruited from season three and just fucking do this. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, I, 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 do, I do have to mention um, the magician's books are tied with the magician's comics is my favorite thing. Oh, okay. And I think that's just because I really, really like comics. But there's also, um, there's Alice's story. Which, um, if you guys like Fable or Lumberjanes, the yes. author of that, uh, it was kind of in charge of. Um, Lila, who is... <laughs> you are giving me the weirdest look right now. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You mentioned Fables, and I was, I was searching my brain for the writer for that. and uh, Because he had... No, no, um, sorry, I should be more clear. Uh, Lila did the like Jack spinoff, I believe. Fuck. I don't know. I'm not familiar oh, with that no, one. Now Sorry. I'm like, oh my god, did I get this wrong? And now I'm on a fucking... <laughs> oh god. It's okay. <laughs> We're human. We make mistakes. Woo. It's fine. Anywho, Dizzy's. Sorry for the weird look you were saying. No, um, Go on. Yeah, the, the comics are amazing. So Alice's story is um, basically the first book as told by Alice as a Niffin. Really? Yeah. So it's like narrated by her and you see scenes you don't necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily see from Quentin's point of view because the book is centered around Quentin. Um, and then it was, I guess it was such a hit. She did the, uh, she did more magicians comics and it's a series of, uh, four or five. I think it's four. I have them. I will happily let you lend them. Um, and it takes place after the books. It's, it's specifically book canon. Um, 
and it's about uh, Breakbills opening up their school to five hedge witches. Whoa. Yeah, it's really good, and it's super, super inclusive. Um, one of the main characters is trans, another one is gay, one of them is non-binary, and it doesn't... <laughs> what I appreciated, appreciate about the comics, and especially the like after class or whatever it's called, is that it never feels like an after-school special. Ah. Which I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, that shit burned out real fast. Yeah, like, no, I don't want to 13 reasons why this. I just want to enjoy my stuff that happens to be inclusive. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, is this is this the same comic? Because you sent me after I sent you that text about like well, basically when I was in the final few chapters, and I was like, what the fuck, like. The fucking uh, Chadwick twin is the beast, and the beast, and he's like fucking eating people, and he's weird, and he's just a dick, and then like fucking a Alice just turns into a niffin. Like you were, uh, you started sending me photos of was it that comic? That yeah, had that all, was that, that was had all Alice's, the signatures. Yeah, that was Alice's story. Um, my one of my closest friends in the universe, who we actually we met specifically for CTW2 to cause like and we all cosplayed as the magicians. Her name is Lausanne. Um hi. Oh. <laughs> uh she went to SC she she went to San Diego Comic Con. Oh um, nice. And was like, hey, there's this uh magician's comic book. Do you want me do you want me to just grab you it and send it to you? Like the cover is an ex it's an exclusive hardcover thing. That's and cool. I was like, fuck, like e yeah. Uh, hell yeah I'll I'll pay you back or whatever we worked some shit out um and uh she got it signed for oh, me oh no that's bald yeah I lost my mind <laughs> rightfully so it's I like I know like I've said before I have I have a prop from the set of the show I have um clothing from the actual show but like that book because of that extra step mm-hmm that she didn't have to take but did is like probably my crown jewel in the uh, magician's collection I have which is like slowly like I worry that people that don't think I'm chill uh, for lack of a better word I worry that they think that I may have a small shrine and I worry that that's what it's becoming <laughs> <laughs> here and have a conversation <laughs> and not mention the show or at all right i can right. be a normal human being <laughs> but i'm going back to everything i've said and listing all of the <laughs> shit i have oh god damn it oh no i'm just i'm just trying to imagine yeah exactly what you said i'm a normal human being i like people hey you want to come back to my place and then they walk in and they're like what the fuck is all yeah. of this and you're like it's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the replica, all of my Alice clothes are, like, safely in my closet, so I can at least close that. But the prop I have from season five, which was actually gifted to me. What? Um, because the fandom was like, well, who loves Josh more than fucking Florian 420? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, is this styrofoam head from season five, which is, it was, like... I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like the most condensed way to to, to say this. It basically, it, from what I've gathered, it looks like a super trooper, but f like a character from the super troopers, but in styrofoam head form. Yeah, pretty much. It's just it's literally just a a wig, a wig mannequin head 
with like yarn and stuff on it and it was meant for a scene where Elliot and Margot who's Janet in the books um see like a a really bad Florian play about how they were dethroned and kings and queens of Fillory and in one of them Josh gets beheaded and so and it's because because it's the worst community theater play all of the props and stuff are shit (laughs) (laughs) and like the the beheading of Josh Hoberman falls into Janet's lap and Janet picks it up all horrified and it is the shittiest (laughs) best prop I have ever fucking seen in my entire life and it is mine I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Because I totally get it. That's amazing. Yeah, and That's then I have awesome. I have stuff that Josh wore that is, like, lovely and framed, <laughs> but also that fucking head. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but the, fan- the fandom is, honestly, there's a lot of drama because it's a fandom, and if you get a bunch sure. of geeks on the internet, people are going to fucking fight and yep, be miserable. Yep. That's going to happen. Yep. Um, but for the most part, I've managed to find the crew that is actually, like, really cool and really helpful and just really awesome. Um, nice. There's a bunch. There's, like, a legion of Josh fans. And by legion, I mean, like, maybe six people. Because <laughs> uh, he has a much bigger part in the show uh, where we all just kind of found each other and congregated. And one of them is a woodworker, just, like, on his off time as a hobby. Yeah. Um this doesn't come up in the book, but in the show, there's like a, a device to contain a Niffin called a Niffin box. Okay. And he was just fucking around with one in his wood shop being like, I wonder if I can make it. And was like, oh, I can. I'm going to sell this on Etsy. And then messaged me being like, hey, do you want this like prototype? It's not completely accurate, but it's mostly accurate. And I was like, are I've you fucking that. kidding me? Yes. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen that again because I follow you on the Twitters and everything else. Yeah. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. That's cool. As hell. And it's all it's we met each other because we were we weren't fighting, but there was some. You were disagreeing. No, not really. It was more like bidding wars on eBay about this particular article of clothing that I have. Oh, really? Which I didn't actually win the eBay auction. There was an extra that had um, like slits and stuff on it from like the the uh, SFX team, the practical effects team. Oh, okay. So there was like tears and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wound up finding the the seller on eBay through another fan, um, and I was basically like, "Hey, I can only really afford this." Uh, and they were like, well, how about if you lose the bid, you just pay me that amount and I'll just send you that. And then she sent me like the pants from the thing and then like the undershirts from the Fucking whole cool. outfit. And I was like, what the fuck? This is too nice. There's like, a, there's a catch in this fandom. There has to be a fucking catch. There's got to be some sort of weird oh fucking gosh. thing. How cool, man. The guy that won the the actual eBay auction is the one that gave me the Niffin box. And I oh, approached cool. him and I went, hey, I have two of the undershirts. Do you want me to just send them to you? And he was like, no, no, I'm good. And then he messaged me a little back being like, hey, I remembered how nice you were about the undershirts. Do you want this fucking Niffin box? And I was like, yes! Jesus Christ! Yeah, people are so fucking nice. See, and there's a contingence that's not happy no matter what, which y- is Yeah, fine. you're going to have happen. that. You're going to have that. But the people I've surrounded myself with are pretty fucking dope. Why can't I fucking have that with Star Wars? Why can't people send me, like, helmets and shit? First of all, it's Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> I, I love you so much, but no, it's Star Wars. No, I know. I didn't need to hear that. But you know what? I did need it. I did need that. I did need that. <laughs> Fuck. 
All right. The Magicians is also really small fandom-wise. We're we're a tiny little crowd in, really? in 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 comparison to a lot of the other things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, the whatever the big three, I'd say Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and and uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Excuse me. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. You're having a professional podcast. I need you to get your shit together. You're hilarious. <laughs> a professional podcast. Look where we are right now. Red's basement. Red's <laughs> fucking basement. No, no disrespect to Red or her basement. Or her cat. Or the cat. Fuck you, cat. <laughs> no, I would argue that it's like Doctor Who, Harry Potter, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there are some toxic, there are some toxic people, man. but... For the most part, the people that I've I've found are Ugh. fucking sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's very reassuring because yeah, in the time that we live in now, and especially when we're dealing in the age of COVID, and people just seem to have nothing else better to do with their lives other than just be dicks, like even more mm-hmm. so, even more so than they already were. That's frustrating. Yeah. So what's next for you, kid? What's next for you? What's next for the magicians? I mean, are you planning on doing anything more with, like, the magicians? Because, I mean, you're already doing the cosplay. You're already doing the podcast. Yeah. Maybe. Like what? Um, Well, I I stupidly offered. I don't know if this is still under effect, but I stupidly offered for um, whoever reached whatever goal for the magicians D&D thing. Um, did we touch on that yet? We talked about it, but I don't think we talked <laughs> about it on well, while I was recording. So go. Okay, so this is how cool the magicians fandom uh, is. Though we are small, we are but mighty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fair, nice. Uh, no, we will fucking fight. Um, <laughs> can't wait for the time when I can shed my skin. You can't read my mind, but if you're wondering. Somebody else you ain't met me before I put my real face on Open the door Wham bam here I am Demon of the glittering glam Yes catch your breath Got you eating out of my Basically there's a magician's D&D thing That's going to be happening um, Kath who is the lovely creator of Florians United which is the podcast I'm a part of I feel like all I've been doing is plug that It's fine okay. That's kind of the point <laughs> It's okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, has basically just been like, I want to apply the magician's universe to D&D so people can do like magician shit in D&D. Um, and I was like, okay, well, if they get to whatever goal it was, I'll run a one shot for whoever wins. So I might what? be doing that. I don't know if that's still on the table or not. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, shit, there was another... Oh, yeah, another cool thing the fandom does is... In, um, we've been raising a lot of money for Black Lives Matter. Hell yeah. Um, I personally have been doing, like, personalized playlists, like, character playlists and whatnot. Okay. Um, and it's basically just, like, show me that you donated five bucks to insert a list of charities here, mm-hmm. and I'll give you, like three or six songs but there's some amazing artists that are doing the same thing um rad i know somebody auctioned off one of elliot's outfits from one of the most important episodes one of the most important episodes in the show um for i think it was over two thousand dollars and all of that was going to queer covid relief awesome um, and like the ochre project which is like trans uh which is like a trans uh, fundraiser thing nice so a lot of people have been doing that there's also been uh you are not alone i'm 
I'm pretty sure that's still rolling, but uh, we, we, we basically just organize. <laughs> we organize shit in the name of the magicians and give money to them, which that's, I think is really cool. That's um, great. You are not alone here came... I they raised a shit ton of money and then the number is escaping me, but that all went to queer COVID relief. Um, Elliot specifically has become kind of this beacon to those gay kids in Indiana who never really felt accepted because oh, here sure. is this fantastical, amazing king who mm-hmm. is gay as all hell. <laughs> who wanted to be a queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who's who's just fucking living his unapologetic life as him. Hell yeah. Um, you will you will learn in the other books, like they're they're a lot more fleshed out. Julia gets her whole gets a whole the, the second book um, is basically just switched between Quentin and Julia. Okay. In terms of perspectives. Um, cool. And by the end of the third one, I guess Lev's figured his stuff out enough to have all of them have point of view. But, like, the way these characters grow from being, like, this sad fucking idiot and this, like, stereotypical weird gay dandy and the bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the nerd kind of really grow into themselves. And that is powerful. Um. Can I just say, for the record, because I'm still a little torn up about Alice, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that you haven't said anything about that, because whether or not she stays a niffin... She's a niffin, I'll give you that. Okay, <laughs> don't say any more. Don't. No. I'm sorry I spoiled the third book, but you I mean, asked fine. for it. You no, literally it's fine. asked for it. <laughs> it's fine. It's and it was fine. only like one moment of a bunch of fantastic yeah. oh. moments. And I don't doubt that in the... In the I, I kind of figured there's got to be a climax... You know what I mean? Where where the, the good prevails and the whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Yeah, the third book introduced my favorite character from the books. Um, her name is Plum. And Oh, that's right. You, yeah. Yeah, I find it really interesting because in the first book, um, Penny was sort of Quentin's foil. Because they were both yes. lost and angry and didn't know what the fuck was happening. Yep. And thought they were better than everyone else Um, and Penny finds his own arc and in the third book when all of this shit happens I thought it was really cool that this new foil for Quentin was somebody completely different because he changed just as much awesome Um, cool it wasn't somebody like sad or like angry or anything it was somebody that just didn't know what to do and didn't know how to live up to the expectations that other people have given them okay and i think that's really interesting oh yeah (laughs) nice awesome awesome read the books please read the books people read the books okay so uh one last time real quick because uh we've been down here for a little bit we've got some other places to meet up with some great yeah i talked to no 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 no, no, it's great it's great it's great it's great but um we're fine um Let's just touch base real quick. Okay, so your Twitter handle is again uh, my fandom. <laughs> my fandom Twitter handle is Florian420. Okay, that's exactly how it's spelled. <laughs> your podcast, the other podcast that you do, is yes, what? And where can we find it? It's Florians United. Uh, if you do, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can pretty much just Google it, and it's it's there. I can't give you one. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> now uh, we do do the TV show, though. We don't we don't do the books. Although I would love to do the books. So and you I should get on Kath about that. Okay. <laughs> no, fair enough. Now, uh, you also mentioned a uh, uh, Jesus. a GoFundMe, right? Or the, the, um, the D&D books. 
Oh, Where can yeah, people the, go to donate to help? The Kickstarters. The Kickstarter. Um, Thank you. The name is escaping me, and I'm a terrible person. I uh, put you on the spot. What's up, bitch? So what's going to happen <laughs> is I'm either going to really quickly Google this and your edit at the time. <laughs> do or it. Or I can just... Do like, it. No, do it. You need the Let's Jeopardy theme song it. or like whatever Jeopardy. Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 I got it. Yeah. There we go. All right. What is it? Hit us up. So it turns out you can just go to Kickstarter and put in Magician's D and D book third edition. Far out, man. And that's and that's the one where if people donate enough that you will host the game. Oh, that's gone. We've got about five thousand dollars for it. Well, either way, and by we I mean Kath. It's all Kath. <laughs> either way, donate it and uh, help the Kickstarter, and you might have our dear friend Cat here. Go ahead and uh, and uh, go ahead and session that game there. I never said it was gonna be good. Um, it doesn't have to be. It's fine. Definitely, <laughs> definitely check out. Uh, you are not alone here, and you can you can search that on Twitter too. That's the we're still doing. Um, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of fans getting together like fan artists uh i make playlists there are people that write fic um so if you're a fan of the magicians just look up you are not alone here twitter uh and they can basically choose whatever you want screen cap the donation you make to the charity of your choice and we'll do something for you <laughs> i like that i love that even yeah. more all right okay we're gonna wrap this up but before we do the more you know. Now, what have you come across in the last however long? Even last time we spoke. I don't even care. Last week, month, year, few years. That uh, you feel like, whether it's magicians related or not, that people listening to this podcast might really enjoy. What oh. should they know about? Full fucking disclosure. You never told me this was a thing. This is a thing. You oh, no, it is my show before. You have done this before with me. Are you kidding me right now? I haven't so told you? You've so done sorry. this. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so mad right now. just happened and now it's just a white fear in my eyes <laughs> um oh that's awesome okay how about a book you said you've been reading a lot oh what's yeah. a really good what's uh, a really good book i've been super into uh i mean not as much as mcgeekins but i've been super into uh the six of crows series by lay ba oh fuck and now i forget her fucking last name it's the fucking ipa uh, <laughs> the one Come on, I you haven't even you, finished it. I need you to shut up and let me fucking have this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what is it? The what? Uh, it's called Six of Crows by Leigh Barudo? Bargu? Fuck. Lay someone. Um, one of the uh, writers from, that worked on The Magicians Ooh. actually stopped at season five to write the Netflix adaptation. Oh, what the... Uh, Crow's uh, duology of uh, Bardugo. 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 <laughs> Barudo, Bardugo. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it, but also, like, I, after the magicians, I was like, there's a gaping hole in my heart. Oh. I need something to fill it, and apparently I'm into reading again. <laughs> 
And I was awesome. like, oh, my friends really like Six of Crows. And I read it and I was like, fuck, this is really good. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be a Netflix series soon. So. Of course. There you can is. be like, I read it before uh, the Netflix series. Yeah, right. Yeah. Before, I read it before it was cool. Hey, oh. Mike. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me here. <laughs> Fucking cat. Thank you so much for doing this, kid. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Rhett, once again, for letting us use your basement. Yes, thank you for letting us use your basement. So, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> hey, cat. <laughs> yeah. Let's wash our goddamn hands. Let's put on masks. Let's put on masks. Our, yeah. And you know what? Black lives fucking matter. Black lives matter. Stay safe. Don't be stupid. Fucking treat people like people. I don't understand why that's a fucking hard concept. I don't either. Just be cool. Like, just, just, just be cool. cool. Just be cool. Word of the day, kids. Just be fucking cool. Just be fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. This has been fun. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure, Kat. Yay! Deuces! Woo! That was fun. Mm-hmm.